0: and now from the dry hills of santa clarita california it's time for america's least listened to podcast it's christian ease with your blessing-filled hosts jared burkholder dan Sadjoff, and brian irwin Hey everybody, it's Christianese. Thank you Barb, Jared Burkholder, Brian Erwin, Dan Satchoff. What's happening dudes? Hey, how are ya? Hello. We, we were just talking uh, about podcasts
1: and what we listen to. Brian was to. just saying
2: how much he hates podcasts.
0: Right, exactly. I hate him, I just
2: don't listen to Which it. is
0: why
1: he does 16,000 of them. Which is horrible. So make uh, sure that you, whoever's listening to this, you should always listen to podcasts. That's you, right. what, uh, when
0: you say you, do you mean E-W-E or Y-O-U? Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. You. Female sheep. Yeah, it was good. Okay, good. Uh, I was just t- saying before we started rolling here uh, that I listened to like you turned me on to one A. Mm-hmm. Are you listening now? Well, I listened to the Friday news roundup because I was Great. interested in what they covered and yeah. how they and how they uh, did it. So, like, you know, even though that's not necessarily within my. Playlist all the time Because I'm, I'm a new to NPR But now as I listen to it I'm like hey, This is interesting I like I like hearing You know I like hearing Where they're going with it And also it's really well produced it is. Even though some of the content Some of the stuff Like some of the people on there I'm like eh, I don't know But it's good Because it's round robin And you're like Okay Everybody's got a good opinion And they but all talk
1: calm Right They're all very calm, oh, calm. You, you know what right. This is, this is right. not
0: your dad's yes. NPR though This
1: is a really Like
0: NPR is Like from Sometimes they say Crap <laughs> with,
2: but do they all but they talk spell it with really a K. mellow Pretty. like this? Yeah, 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 Most
1: yeah, things on NPR, they're yeah. always talking. But I don't you know. know. Like, Not it's necessarily. Be okay. They all
2: have... All the hosts... Yeah. Are especially very news. All have like weird names. Like, hello, oh, I'm Lakshmi Singh. No yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <the laughs> way that's your name. Lakshmi, <laughs> ah. if you're listening to this, I love you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, one is great.
0: Yeah, I like I, I like it. It's really... It's an it, interesting thing to, to listen to. And again, it's just like I... I marvel at how good the production is because then I Are listen to what I do podcast? with this What? Yeah. So, you, you
2: for reals listen to zero podcasts? Like there's nothing that captures your attention out of the Dan nine hundred billion. This.
1: I listen to the podcast that just play old time radio and story driven stuff because which I, I love, by the way. Have, have you? Oh, yes. you never told me whether or not you were ever acknowledging any of the links <laughs> I ever sent you. Dude, and I, and a, I was I was sending it to you. I was sending it to my brother. I was sending him all. I felt like I was like all excited, and no one was replying back to me. And I was like, oh my god, am I? That so Jared, guy? as am a millenn- forward, forward, forward guy, and people are like, dude, needs to stop. <laughs> as a millennial, no send you send will, appreciate this. <laughs> will appreciate this. You will appreciate
0: this because it's a. Serialized. It's so cool. Like it's from the '70s, and so the whole vibe of it is yeah, just like because like you that. didn't experience that. If you listen to it, you will get a feel because the commercials yeah. within it too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> dude. It's br- I. Now, what's the is name that? that when what that they did it? the fake alien landing in the '70s,
0: everything's <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: fake. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 That's We're even farther. Ma- th- he knows even that's, that's even
0: farther back. <laughs> uh, <in> <laughs> back. <laughs> uh, what What's the name
1: of that one? Zero hours. Zero hour. Right. Then there's CBS Mystery Radio Theater. Yes. Oh, so this was like these were broadcasts of shows on radio. On they the radio. were all late night broadcasts. So after like most news radio stations and stuff like that, they would yeah. do all their stuff, and then right at the top of the hour, usually around like 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, yeah, they would do these things. They were, I, I, my, my guess is they were time wasters. Like they were like, "I really need to take a break." <laughs> no, just but radio networks, something?
0: radio networks were still big back. Then. back Even then, in the seventies, yeah. it was still like you had a cohesive radio network. Now. You really, I mean, even Sirius is 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 hurting. I think. Yeah, like, and know, I don't even. I know. Really? I know. Yeah.
1: I know. Somewhere on Sirius XM, there is a channel that does play old time radio oh, stuff. Dude. But this stuff, I just, I, I like it because I, I literally put in my headset, and I can tell you right now, I haven't, I haven't heard a full episode of anything ever. I'm about seven minutes into everything, every single one of them. I have no idea <laughs> how any of these stories have played yeah, out. I don't know the endings to anything I've ever listened <laughs> to. Well, the one I listened to. My subconscious probably can know yeah. them all, but I but don't, I don't just know. The one I
0: listened to you sent me was George Kennedy. Who, yes. Uh, you, was- uh, he was a character actor. If you saw him, you would probably know him. He used to do a lot of, like, Airport 77, like all the 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 uh, movies where... He was a naked gun, too, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was.
1: Gun. Was he in... No, 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 that was Leslie. Listening- was he in... I thought he was in Naked Gun. I thought he was one of the... Oh, he, in the he Naked might have Gun been the TV captain. Show?
0: He might have been the captain, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, but, he's a good guy. But like he... It, it's a radio play, but like when I hear his voice, because I remember watching him as Very a kid distinct. so much, but it's just... I don't know. It's also... There's some art to it, too, because yeah. the acting is not bad, no. considering that it's
1: radio. I don't know. Was, some of them, people, <laughs> if you feel like they're phoning it in, which is hilarious, and, <laughs> yeah. but other ones, yeah, there's... it's it's Anyway, it's... It's kitschy, but the commercials, yeah. stands right. The commercials are unbelievable. Oh my gosh, dude.
0: Well, because there's cigarettes, That's awesome. and oh, right. and doctors booze recommend and booze, and it's just like, <laughs> wow, have we ever come a long way? Because I think,
2: yeah, I all right, know. send me these links. I will listen. Oh, no, yeah. you won't. No. Yes, you. No, he
1: will. he will.
0: He will. He I'm likes a voracious that stuff.
1: Even better, podcast consumer. So. On the CBS Mystery Radio Theater ones, or, yeah. uh, they sometimes the recordings start with the news at the top of the oh, hour, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, it yeah. goes into it. Oh. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. tell you guys something right now. The more things change, the, the more, more they it stay stays the same. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. literally everything that we're hearing in our news cycle right now, they were yeah. talking about the exact yeah. same things back in the yeah, 70s. Exactly. <laughs> And it's hilarious. You're like, oh, this is just, we're on repeat. There was a
2: horseless carriage uh, chase on (laughs) the 4 Okay, youngin. Uh, Okay, We're
1: We're talking about the 70s, all right? I want to be very clear about one thing, (laughs) because this did happen in my real life. One time, my youngest son, when he was really little, he asked me what life was like when it was black and white. I was like, Uh, I don't, (laughs) no, no, there's always been color, No one, and two- I am not even close to being that old. So, dad, at the turn of the century, what was going on? You know what I
0: loved about when you sent me the link to the CBS one? Because my dad, growing up, my alarm clock kind of was my dad's alarm clock because the sounder that CBS had was doo do 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 do-do-do, And so I heard that on that sounder did at the top get, of uh, the hour. get the feeling your body? Yeah, and I was just like, oh my, I mean, it took me back. I could see my dad brushing his teeth, getting ready for work. In the m- I was just like, it was so weird how sound I think that's why I like yeah. podcasts and right. stuff because sound when you're not constantly tied to a visual and you're not holding the phone I mean that's the thing you know it sounds like the old man saying get off my lawn but I see the kids our kids with the phone yeah, all the time kids. like they're glued to the phone and then I become glued to the phone and it's kind of liberating when you're like you're just having to listen to something and imagine yeah, I mean, it
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's there's something to it I like it so yeah I mean if you really genuinely dude you will I dig it. it he yeah. will he will and you will dig it I listen to like two or three a day podcasts well these aren't technically podcasts these are right these but it's a show radio, but right? they are, are. yeah they're, it's it's radio theater is what yeah. it is you know? but it's still it's
2: it's got the same effect Roy, Roy Rogers? Rogers not song and dance not <laughs> song
1: and dance stuff but you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
2: yeah it's like a, nice. a show but on radio right they're acting
0: yeah it's like the old radio dramas from yeah. the 30s and 40s only it's I've just I've read about, about, about this were you re- were you really
1: bad at doing essays when you are growing up you're like Jared, um, if you wouldn't mind telling us what a radio show is, you're like, well, it's a it's show. It's like a show, but it's, it's on, on radio. But it's like a radio and, show, right? Um, and what they do is they take the show, and they put it on a radio. And they called it a radio show because when it's radio, you have to put the show on it, if you know what I'm saying. so run it through like, the radio machine. And as the teacher's in the back going, uh-huh. Jared, did you read anything? No, I did not. Go Can to I the sit principal's down now? office. <laughs> you're an
2: idiot, Jared. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Dude, so, true story. In- yeah the school I went to in Mexico was very small. It was like 40 kids in the whole school, yeah. K through 12. Whoa. And so went, a lot of times I would have one classmate and I was always the dumber of the classmate. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> I grew up thinking... A did
1: well, you hate studying?
2: I I did okay, but like okay. the one classmate I had was always way smarter than I. Oh, okay. So when I finally came to the States and went to public school, I was like, it literally was this awakening of, oh, I'm not an idiot. Because oh, I grew up okay. my whole life thinking like, <laughs> yeah. you're just an idiot, Jared. Like everybody's really? smarter than you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to, to school in Tusla or Massillon, Ohio. And yeah. It was like, there's lots of people dumber than me.
1: So All right. would you always walk around yeah. and go? Just so everybody knows, there's only one person in this world that is smarter than uh, me, yeah. and his name is
0: his name is Jeremy Metz. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. What so became just of Jeremy Metz?
2: Jeremy Metz is yeah. uh, he was my roommate in college too. No way. And he's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania now. Really? Yeah, it's a youth pass trip there. That's wow. He's nice. a good dude. Very good. He worked for felt a non fella Smart fella. Does
1: he listen, does he listen
0: to the uh, podcast? That's a
1: great question. All right, let's not get carried away. Okay. Uh, I think we need to recruit You're starting him. to sound a little needy.
2: Uh, wh- why would I st- I'm gonna
1: text him right now and say "Please, please why stop being needy
0: now dude I'm an actor careful
1: careful I, I oh, careful. Pull it careful, out. careful. Dan almost took another spill <laughs> I almost, almost another headset
2: out. spill oh, <laughs> with your one and a half with foot the- cord here it comes oh, okay now, I'm so for bu-
1: Christmas guys you can get Dan a <laughs> longer okay. cord and a new lock to his front door his, his headset uh, just yeah. for those I'm gonna give a visual here his <laughs> headset cord is literally what like Jared said. It's about three and a half inches. So technically, <laughs> it's not even helping him. He would. He literally true. is... I think his face is, is one inch away from the screen because <laughs> he can't... Yeah, it's tied can't, to the but screen. But it reminds oh, me gosh. when you do that, it reminds me of... and This will show my age. I grew up before remote controls were popular. (gasps) What? And the initial ones, the remote control had a cord. You could only go back so far. (laughs) And I was like, "Well, that's not remote control." Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember the buttons used to be? Buttons used to
0: be this big on those. Yeah. So so the
1: concept of remote control is you should not have to walk over to the TV you're about to change the channel on to get the remote control. At that point, why don't we just turn it? Nor should you
2: have to. Get a crick in your neck
1: yeah. to accommodate Hello? the cord. I know. I'm gonna. Move <laughs> our it first sponsor is gonna be a chiropractor. It's for Dan. <laughs> right.
0: Hey, D- Dan has torticollis now from doing the podcast so many times, uh, which is great. You're
2: gonna do a workman's <laughs> comp claim <laughs> on our insurance. Hey, thank you for that. Do we, have a, do we have we have insurance. insurance yeah, for the show yeah. for the pyrotechnics that we oh, do. Absolutely.
0: You know, <laughs> at the, the end when people well, we we always finish before that part because the satellite feed runs out. But uh, yeah, there's always fireworks at the end of every episode of Christian yeah. yeah.
2: Well, when yeah. we're broadcasting to Iran, the Satellite feeds always tricky.
0: That's true. That's true. And you know, the mullahs have been much more uh mullets? easy to
1: work with in Iran mullets. Who, you, no, the mullets, the mullets are no, in no, Wisconsin. No. I left mine there. <laughs>
0: no, no, mullah. I had to retire when I left. Did you have a mullet? I did
1: they let they let me keep my pager, but I had to leave the mullet.
0: Dude, <laughs> the best thing John Huck has ever posted is you at the radio board the other day when you used to do radio,
1: dude. <laughs> I did used to do radio. Yeah. I knew that. Is there a picture? Yeah. There's uh, a few. I, I don't this know This is back is. when no one took photos of anything, so you technically lie, you can lie about a lot of things that happened in the late 80s, early 90s, because there's no <laughs> photographic proof, because no one was clicking away. But I always understand.
0: make up my own voiceover to that when I see you at the board. and be, Hey, sweeping the quarter, out, everybody, traffic and weather together, Brian Owen, stand by. What, Here's no. some Neil Sedaka.
1: That's not what I would say. I would come on and be like, that was Better Man from Pearl Jam, wrapping up another 40 minutes of nonstop uh, rock, right here on New Rock 1021. Uh,
2: Wait, did you have like one of those crazy radio names like, hey, this is
1: the douche? Or like that. Uh, uh, first off, my name couldn't be more generic, Brian Irwin. Yeah. So, no. Every I, in America. Right but here. I used to call myself, it's Irwin here. That was my handle. It's Irwin here. And then when I did Morning Drive, I called myself the Big Show. Which yeah.
0: best, oh, yeah, which the it, it, show. Which the irony
1: was, it was not a big show.
0: Everybody, it's the Big Show with Tico and Taco. <laughs>
1: How are you? So when people come in, like, yo, is this Irwin? No, no one ever called it. I was, I I, I was not. I want to be very clear about one thing. I was not a very successful radio DJ. I was not very successful almost at anything in life (laughs) (laughs) during that time, except bad haircuts and a few goatees. Hey, that was about where I specialized in, and some really, really, way too many uh, pleats and shorts with patterns. Yeah, that was kind of a big '90s thing, and an occasional. uh, rope type of necklace. You yeah. know, Chuka, I'd, maybe, I think I take it a trip to the Bahamas. You know, when people come back from the Bahamas or yep. Hawaii. They're oh, always yeah. like, Did you have cornrows when you came back? Yeah. No, that's the only thing is I don't. It, it wouldn't have. But I always love when people do come back with yeah. the cornrows and they're all chill and they're telling you, you know what? <laughs> there's too there's a greater meaning to life because I sat yeah. on an, on a beach and then two right. seconds yeah. later somebody honks at them and they've all freaked out exactly. and they moved on for whatever they've learned.
2: I was playing the coconuts yes. and I really found. Hey, shut up!
1: It's kind of like Jared after church. It's
2: true, <laughs> in the parking lot. Okay, this will get me in trouble. So okay. don't tell anybody. I told is this you this is a real story. This is a real story. Okay, nobody story. listens. So, nobody. like <laughs> on the Christmas Eve services at our church, yeah. we like triple in attendance, which is wonderful. I love that people come and it's uh, very American. Are part yeah, of that absolutely. But I always kind of lose it in the parking lot. Because it takes so long to get in there, and I'm always like, oh, I'm never going to see. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm I I not going to see people until next Christmas. Move <laughs> <laughs> out of the
1: way. <laughs> when you say take so long, I mean, we're not talking about Brian, we're Dodger talking Stadium. Easily eight minutes to get out of the parking lot. <laughs> easily eight yes. minutes that I'll never get You're back. living in the, long city, or the wrong city, friend. If eight, if eight, <laughs> eight minutes is bothering you. <laughs> is that a day trip for you? Yeah. Yes, It's 3 3 it is. I drive four <laughs> minutes to work. You know what? Actually, there is no traffic. Well, no, there's a lot of traffic out here. You guys have a lot of highways and byways. out We do here. a lot. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of. And they've been closing everything down with all the weather we've been having. Yeah, I was yeah, on yeah. the Grapevine. Are you being Sunday. serious? Yeah. Oh, they close stuff down. Oh yeah, yeah all oh. the time. All the time. I was on the oh, Grapevine
2: okay. on Sunday, and it was yeah. a hot mess. Really? I feel like I heard that on the Grapevine. Somebody dies on the grapevine every day. Oh yeah, it's just such a. Yeah. What's
1: going on there? Have yeah. we gone down a rabbit hole in this podcast? We right have. Now?
0: Hey everybody, Let's climb about. out.
1: The like, yeah, they like. What? Wait a minute. There's. Is that like a cool. vineyard? <laughs> why would you drive? Why would somebody? Why would they stop? Well, what? Yeah. Why? Why? Everybody, the, welcome yeah, back to the, to the big show. I'm gonna find the, a new podcast to listen to. Vines. <laughs> <laughs> the cars get tangled in the vines, and no wonder they're hurting themselves. They're not supposed to be driving in there. It's not a highway. It's a vineyard. You idiots.
0: That's what happens here on the big show with Tico and Taco. Everybody, stand by. Irwin here. Uh, Irwin here. You, hey, got, you got Irwin. A sick alert coming out of. Uh, all right. Uh, so where where are we headed this week, Jared? You well, am glad an you idea. asked, yeah. Dan. You had um, an idea because
2: I thought about this on the way over, uh, as we were doing background research. <laughs> yeah, deep background. Yeah, I know. So I'd be curious to to get your perspectives as comedians, but then just really. You're not comedians, you're people, you know, mm. you're, you people. Yeah, we just got That's kicked debatable. out of the comedy world. Yeah, we <laughs> did.
1: We're not really comedians. Well, I, mean, I was kicked out long ago. So
2: like we are just talking
1: about, you need, guys, to, let I them, you need to let everybody stuff on know. YouTube. You're not really comedians. So let's just be honest. Exactly. exactly. And you guys yeah. got like a million views. You're, you're real. Yeah. You're real people. It's um. Real. Yeah.
2: So in terms of, of community, mm. uh, thinking about just the community that I have at church and at work. And I've been talking to my brother and sister who both recently moved and they were just talking about how it's just legit hard to to make friends and meet people, like if you're not just going and getting blasted every night. And even yeah. those probably aren't the people that you necessarily want to give, you know, an extra house key to. Yeah. Although maybe. Yeah. They're in Pennsylvania. So maybe maybe you never do. know. Um, so I'm curious, I'll talk in a second about what Community's been like for Janelle and I at the church, but what is it like? Is there a strong stand-up comedian community? Like you guys are for each other and you know each other's names and like you hang out. And if things go bad, you can call on each other. Or is it more like, oh yeah, I know that guy, I saw him once. Do stand-up.
1: It's both. Yeah, it's both. You know, stand-up is 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 interesting only because and and Dan knows this. It's an individual thing. Like you do, you do everything by yourself. Not a team sport. (laughs) No. And so, what you end up finding, which is why Dan and I still talk, is you start finding, sl- you start, re- each people find things they respect about each other and they like both on and off stage. So, like, it usually starts with finding something they do on stage that may be like minded or that at least you're entertained by. And then the next step is you talk to them a little bit off stage and you kind of go, ah. Yeah, I can hang with you. He's not a weirdo. Like, we all are, yeah. w- are wondering which one of us is the weirdo. I'm yeah. sure I've been pegged at it. And I'm sure he's been pegged at it. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely because he was always Yeah, I Yeah, pe- I was. I was usually, you were the one though. in the Boy Scout uniform, right? <laughs> he was always yeah. in character, weirdo. which got made it harder to, <laughs> to figure him out. But no, and then and over time, yeah, you get. You, you, what happens is you get little clicks. Right. So not – I mean, everybody knows everybody. If you're in it a lot, you, you recognize everybody, but you don't necessarily hang out with them. I think for me – most of the people that I got to know was from the open mic circuit, because that's where it was just all of us entertaining each other. And, okay. and that was I, I probably know more people from that time than I do in the other ones, just because people kind of come and go yeah. in the stand-up world. But just because Dan was just so weird, I was like, I gotta keep hanging on. I just I couldn't figure I thought, him out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, no no. This guy. This guy's the There's real no deal. And I, and, I, and I mean that in all seriousness. A lot of people, you know, if I was a a douchey stand-up purist, I wouldn't like him coming in with a costume on and stuff like that. It would bother me. I'd be like, no, dude, go up there, be yourself, and do traditional stand-up. Don't be coming up here with like puppets and and guitars and mustaches like no you got to be you smash watermelons too right that was you that was gallagher but yeah. close close yeah. he was gallagher 3 yeah <laughs> 3.0 yeah. yeah.
0: i think what what you say is true there there is a, fr- a fraternity of there's a fraternal nature to comedy mm-hmm. um, but it for me it's it's a smaller group although once somebody like you said has gone on stage because you know what it takes to go up and to fail and what it takes to, when you succeed and then the next time you fail and you're chasing that constant, you know, that approval over and over and over. So there's that commonality that kind of bonds everybody, even the people that you don't necessarily like or hang with mm-hmm. or whatever. But like for me, it was good because I did get that when I first started doing open mics especially and I was coming in, in character and stuff. Everybody looked at me like, oh, "Who's Gallagher?" You know, and and <laughs> who's this guy? And I just come from the sketch world, so I was trying to find somewhere to perform.
1: Well, yeah, you also came from another world where it it's instant community because you have to yes. work with people, and now you're coming into a world right. where people work oh, that's by themselves. Yeah, he, right. he he he's crossed over. Like he's it's you're very a crossover rare. artist, really. Well, yeah. I'm like he's Kenny a Rogers, artist. Yeah. He's yeah. a crossover yeah. artist. All that. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't Islands in, in stand up. Most stand ups are scared to go into. Really? The sketch world. Yeah, because now you have to learn how to uh, yeah, work yeah. off yeah. of someone That's and it's a greater challenge because they're so used to just controlling yeah. their environment all by themselves. So, you know, again, you you can speak to the sketch world and how how that cuz I always saw that as a very tight knit group. I and mean, if you look at all the Yeah. uh the stuff when they when uh, all the, the the bios that uh, uh, that they do on TV about, you know, SNL and all these sketch groups and all these people where they come from, it seems like they've got these beautiful bonds with each Mm. other once they find their group. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, no, some do,
0: but I think there's also, you know, the nature of comedy too and and being a performer is that, and I think this is in anything, there's a healthy competition and sometimes unhealthy among performers. Like, you know, there are certain people from our group that I would look at and be like, I'm rooting for you guys. I want you to do well. You know what I mean? But there's some people who for whatever reason you have a beef with and you you don't necessarily, you know, you don't want to see them do great, which is a horrible admission on my part.
2: Uh, But you Tanya harding several other teammates before, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. But in character so
1: they didn't really know who did it. They didn't know who it was.
0: I don't
2: know, it was a Boy Scout and he broke my knee. He had a mustache. (laughs) I
1: don't know who it was. So Dan, as the Boy Scout, would take out the knee and then three minutes later, who would come back in as the detective (laughs) investigating the situation. (laughs) Clearing, clearing the original guy that did it. Exactly. And moving on. And then as the coroner. That's how genius he was as a...
0: What was great about you guys, though, is that you guys allowed me to to do what I wanted to do and kind of embrace me and gave me a place to do it because until I met you guys at the comedy store and yeah. I had a semi-regular place to go and then at the improv, I, I was just doing every open mic and yeah. then it's hard enough to get to get up on stage because you have self-doubt and you're like, ah, is this going to, are people going to get this, especially when you do what I do because it's kind of weird and it's in character and it's not necessarily set up punchline. It's more like, hey, are they buying who this guy is? And so you guys gave me a place to perform and then feel so – you still have that insecurity about getting in front of an audience, but you don't have the battle of, like, what do the other comics think of me? Right, because yeah, that's, yeah. that's the double whammy. I was talking to a, a buddy of mine in on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, couple days ago and he's a ventriloquist and he's a good friend of Jeff Dunham's and they started out together and like I still because I that's the bulk of what I do now I don't do as much sketch stuff the stuff I do is with a, a, a ventriloquist figure or whatever so I get up there even though there's sketch within some of that but I still I get up on stage and I'm I'm not super comfortable with that yet because I can do it on video great but it's different when you have to sustain it for 10 15 20 30 minutes doing that on stage, and so I was talking to this guy. like, I feel like a fraud when I get up there, and I just, like, you know, and he said, well, I get that, because when you go in as a ventriloquist or as a sketch player or whatever in the stand-up world, yeah, you're immediately, you're fighting two battles. You're fighting the battle of getting on stage and doing well and also what other comics think of you, and it's just, like, it, it gets soul-crushing, but there is a good community, and you know what's interesting? Remember? how uh I think this still happens every year, like Jamie Masada didn't he start that thing at the at the uh at the laugh factory where for Thanksgiving comics you don't have anywhere yes. to go?, yes. well, that's cool, yeah, it's kind of an interesting uh place where people can get together and uh you know and have some community that way too, which I remember the first year that they they had that. I was like, oh, that's kind of a that's
1: kind of a cool thing, you know yeah, I think the only thing that i I, I don't know it's gonna sound weird, but I don't know how the real world works anymore in respect <laughs> to that, yeah. But you know, going back to what Dan was talking about, I think the the weird thing about how that how that specific community and support groups and everything kind of build from that community, um, I don't know. And you're talking about the healthy competition stuff like that. I don't. I guess in the in the normal world, like why would you get jealous if your friend just got another job or right, a yeah. better job? Like th- those types of things, you would probably everybody would just celebrate it. You know what I mean? But where mm-hmm. that that sometimes it actually breaks those communities mm. apart. And mm-hmm. some people, when they get successful, and we've been around people that have become ridiculously successful, they just—they also cut everybody off. Yeah, they—they like yeah, yeah. they move on. They're like, "Okay, I'm done. Yeah, really? I got. Yeah, you were and a stepping sad. stone, and not even a stepping stone. I just think that they wanted to find a, I guess, a better crop of people. that I don't, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it, but that's that's what you're left to think because they literally just disappear. Yeah, and they stop communicating. They, and so it's. That's I think that's another weird part of that community which I don't think you would see in a normal community.
0: Well, you yeah, know, I'm interested to know that. from your standpoint, Jared, because there's a similarity in that you have to prepare, you have to get in front of people, and you have to communicate to people. So in your community of, say, other pastors, and, you know, in addition, we're going to talk to just regular community, church community, like being a community for you when you and Janelle came here from another place. Right. But is there is there competition among, I often wonder, between pastors, like, and, and not to a bad extent, but like <laughs> when you see Gabe or you see Aaron or somebody get up— uh, or Dave and, and you're, and you're looking at them and you're like, wow, they, they that was an amazing, that was an amazing message. Ah, does it make you want to, I want to write something really good and go do it. I mean, is there any,
1: or insecure?
0: Yeah.
2: I, I think if somebody it, does it really well. I do think there is an insecurity piece. Cause I think, um, when you hear other people speak, you recognize, you know, they're really good at that. And I'm not as good at that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like Aaron, a guy I work with. Uh, so we are on the teaching team at grace, which means we, we get to teach throughout the year. Aaron, And we've had him on the podcast he's just a great thinker like he can just he can like take a super hard to understand concept and make it really simple in a way that like even as he's talking i'm like uh, 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 oh okay i could never do that like he's just a genius that way garcia like just has these great examples yeah um whereas when i sit down and and write a lesson or a sermon like sometimes it's just like you ever have white meat chicken that's like that's really dry could really use with some moisture or some sauce <laughs> like i feel like that's how my sermons are sometimes where like you're hearing it like okay <clears throat> See, need to come up for air a little bit as somebody who who watches
0: you like i don't get that i don't get that from you it's interesting that that's your perspective well, I'll but read that's it a, like,
1: like, i'm going to tell you something yeah. that's a performer's perspective it is yeah. yeah yeah you hold yourself to a complete internally to a completely different standard. Yeah. So yeah. what you think is happening is not what the people are seeing on the other side. I hope so. Because sometimes sense?
2: I'm reading it like I just spoke at a conference. Or oh, they, they're
1: seeing it worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right.
2: yeah, yeah, like yeah this yeah. guy is... Does he know how much of an idiot he is? This isn't even chicken. This guy blows. <laughs> is this, this tofu? Is tofu. tofu? This is tofu. This, this is tofu. This is tofurkey. This is awful. <laughs> and it's dry. Mm. Gosh. No, Um. I <laughs> just spoke at a, a retreat this weekend. And I was okay. going through one of them before one of the sessions and like... Dude, this is this is rough. <laughs> and then it's like, well, this is what I got. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. So uh, for me, it's not jealousy. It's um, I I admire the talents of the guys that I get to work with, right. and just recognize ways that that they're just like out ahead of me in yeah. that. Um, and I think the cool thing is with Gabe, Aaron, and I, we're probably each other's biggest fans. That's good, um, and and genuinely sincere in that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think there can be. Maybe sometimes a sense of, of competition can I ask
1: you a weird question and I, I kind of already know where you may be going with this, but I'm just curious if I was to like draw the parallels between what Dan and I did in comedy and like people rising up um is there ever because i I know that a, a a a lot of people that do what you do i mean they they can struggle financially it's it really depends on where yeah. you're where you're located right and how big of a community you're serving is do you ever Get frustrated or jealous when you see the the the, the um and I, I know we, we make fun of Joel Olstey, but then there's this this mult like this huge level where these people are not only preaching the gospel, but they are living life large. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. is there? Yeah, and not world, only like, money wise,
0: but just like their their influence. Like, yeah. and, and, and take somebody like Joel Osteen out, but say somebody like
1: Well, I'm trying like, to think of people that you see all the time. They're always who, I would, would say Robbie
0: Zacharias, or if you see somebody like R.C. Sproul, or somebody like Albert Moeller, or somebody, and not necessarily the money that they have or anything, but just the influence and the,
1: um, I guess. So there I, I is guess, like a next level. That's that's what I'm trying to figure out, yeah. like are there next levels and is there anything, is there a drive for that? Is there a
0: aspiration, h- how, for aspiration
1: that? or is there actually like you don't like it? Like most, most people don't like, like I don't know how you guys view like the the big, you know, the, the rise up yeah. of, of an individual. So does that make sense? It totally makes yeah. sense.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to process how to respond. Um, I think like when you, when you go to, to grad school in my case and you start to prepare and you think about what the future is going to be like, um, I don't. I don't think in like in terms of financial buckets, or even in terms of influence. Um, in the last probably 20 years, <clears throat> there's been this crazy trend of. Um, as there has just in culture at large of, of blogs becoming popular, and lots more books being written, and there's more conferences, and so there's a chance for somebody normal like me um, to get elevated in one of those circuits and really have a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. So my my cousin would be somebody like that. My cousin is my same age. Um, we graduated high school at the same time he went off to Moody in, in Chicago. I went to school in Pennsylvania. Um, he's a missionary in Guatemala and, uh, he's just, he's, he's a great theologian. He's a great thinker. He's a great communicator and has had this opportunity to step into this movement in Latin America where he is writing books. He is getting published. He's on the speaking circuit. Um, and I don't look at that with envy. Like he, he's talented in that in ways that I'm not. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I think there's times where like when you're at a conference and you know you're hearing somebody speak like, I could do this. I mm-hmm. could probably do this better than this person. <laughs> um, which is usually not true. Yeah. But it's like a Yeah, a, a yeah thought. it's a natural thing. Yeah. But it's but also yeah, what comes doing. with that is a level of of scrutiny and even a level of pressure that yeah. I don't aspire to. Okay. So there's guys that are yeah. are my same stage of life yeah. who have been elevated to those speaking opportunities and those book deals. And what it means is that they're doing everything I'm doing, but then they're going home and they're writing books and they have deadlines and there's conferences they have to go to and they're on the road yeah. a lot. And, and does their think,
0: ministry suffer for that, I wonder?
2: It could. I mean, there's a, there's a sacrifice there. There's a sacrifice for their family. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it's possible to do that well. Yeah. Um, I think that the last couple of years, I've just been realizing that the things that I'm good at is a very narrow band. And that's okay. Like, I don't have to try to push back on that. Some guys are like gifted in a lot of different areas and can do a lot of different things. Like, I'm good at like maybe one and a half things. And I just want to find my sweet spot in that. Yeah. So all that to say, I think there definitely was a time when it was like, man, like you don't think about ministry in terms of stepping stones, but like, I would be awesome to do that or awesome to do this. And Mm -hmm. um, I think just realizing this is what God has gifted me to do. And I can just be super comfortable there. Um, And all that to say, you know, I think... There are guys who labor in obscurity around the world yeah. who are, are probably just better at things than some of the, the big-time people. Mm. I mean, I've met pastors in the rural Midwest. I've met pastors internationally who, um, were they given the platform to do so, would excel way beyond mm-hmm. guys like Falwell or Osteen, aside from all their bad theology well, and all I, that. I, all I, that to you, say, like, okay, I, I think... For whatever reason, God gives some people a bigger platform than others. And I don't think it's necessarily tied to skill. Sometimes it is. Um, but mm-hmm. sometimes, um, just in God's plan, some people are elevated and have greater influence and other people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe it's just a coping mechanism. But I think it's recognizing this is where God has put me and I just want to be faithful there. And if he gives me a bigger platform, then I hope that I can be faithful in that. Yeah. Um, but like I, I've talked about a buddy of mine who is a pastor in... New York, who's a pastor of, of a church of 100, and he's way smarter than I am. Um, he's just way more talented. He's way more loving. He's just like way gifted beyond that. Um, I bet your beard's better. His beard is way better. <laughs> no, be- no, 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 your beard. I'm saying your beard is His beard is way better, I don't and he's had one like, for, since he was nine. I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, well, that's, <laughs> that's why. Cause
1: that's
0: because he's got a pituitary experience.
2: condition, yeah. but other than that, I mean. But like, I get to do things that, that he doesn't, and it's not yeah. in any way because I'm better than him. He's actually better. No. Better than me. Yeah, um, it's just we have different experiences. But
0: I, so. I, you know, I like about what you said there too, because that's when when I really started understanding my faith, um, and it's been such a long a long process, and will continue. Uh, but that's when I started, because when I first started out as a performer, I had a real hard time ever having good feelings about anybody who was doing well, because I would see somebody on TV that I knew. And I'd be like, ah, my first thought was, Why can't I but right. then gradually like what you said as 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 I started to understand my faith and I realized look, God has me where He wants me and and more and more my prayer every day is use me how you want to use me, make me what you need me to be. And if ever given that opportunity, if that is in the cards, then help me use it well for your glory, but not for not for myself. Because as an actor, as a performer, we tend to be very, very, and as human beings, we're very narcissistic. But I think even more and so performance-oriented,
2: right? Yes. We, we evaluate our identity based on oh how well we're performing.
0: Oh my gosh, 100%. And that's the thing that has killed me. Over and over and over, more than anything, is just that self-absorption, that narcissism, and because we're just prone to it as performers, it's just anybody who says that they didn't get into any kind of performing because they don't want people to look at them is complete malarkey. Right? You know, because yeah. like I was talking in the ABF, a couple our adult Bible full Bible fellowship little group that we. <laughs> do it again. The uh, Adult Bible Fellowship. <laughs> um but uh, but that uh, what's why what I was telling him I said you know that that quote that Olivier said like uh, a reporter asked him one time why why are you why why are you an actor? And he was like, "Look at me, look at me, look at me." The, I mean and it's the true anybody who says that's not the case. I mean that's why we do it. We yeah, like the laughs. We like yeah. to be looked at. We like so then it becomes this constant tension of like Yeah, but how does that align with Scripture when, you know, like Philippians says, Christ came in humility and emptied himself and and submitted himself even to death on a cross, and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, but have you seen
2: my sweet hair? (laughs)
0: Yeah, but have you seen my William Shatner impression?
2: (laughs) But yeah, so I don't know, it's really, it's interesting. I mean, this is from a a Christian perspective, so I don't know how much this translates, but uh, I read a great book a couple years ago called Ordinary, and the author's point was sometimes we evaluate the success of our life or the success of our Christian life by like the crazy big things that we do. And like yeah. we have these big spikes on our life radar. Yeah. And his point was, that's not how your your life is actually measured. It's measured in all the small moments. And that was just really helpful to me because I think um, this sounds... Hugely narcissistic, but you guys know me well enough, hopefully. People used to tell me growing up, like, you're going to be a special little boy. Your parents are great. You're going to do big things. And I was always like, well, I guess I got to do big things. And uh-huh. then, yeah. like a couple years ago, settled into like, I'm just a middle-aged white dude who does <laughs> stuff. Like, I go to work and I come home and nobody cares. And yeah, this yeah, book yeah. was a reminder, like, that's okay. You don't yeah, have to, right. like, storm right. hell with a squirt gun or, yeah. or do crazy things. It's okay to just be faithful in the small stuff. Well, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and I also wonder, because the world has changed quite a bit, the reason why I bring it up in respects to what you do I already know how social media and the desires of blogs and Instagrams and Facebooks and all that stuff and and mm. YouTube and and spreading what we'll call it the comedy message whatever it is about yeah. us our yeah. narcissism <laughs> to the masses and being able to go to bed at night and have it continue to do your work mm. I just wonder sometimes like you know because we're talking about community sometimes I worry, that that's fracturing community because you're getting, you you start getting caught up in this such a grand reach. Mm. You start getting fooled into believing that social media is actually the solution to the problem of spreading your message, whether it's comedy or Christianity. And I wonder sometimes if that affects what you're talking about, which is the little things like, don't forget you live in Santa Clarita and you've got this community that you're, that you're, you're servicing and same thing for us. It's like, what about what are we doing here to make our lives uh, or fulfill our lives? Because ultimately we also know as performers that you're only as good as the life that you're living at some Mm -hmm. point, you know, you Mm -hmm. can be a a complete hot mess and we know some guys that are, and ultimately that ends up hurting them, you know, in the the long run. So it's like, I wonder sometimes if we, we're grasping, we're, we're starting, this as a society, we have all these other external things mm-hmm. that are causing a lot of distraction to us mm-hmm. and making us believe that you can do so much more or you should be doing so much more and yeah. you judge yourself harshly because yeah. <laughs> of those platforms. yeah And that's why I was wondering, like with you, if any of that type of stuff, so when you see those people succeeding on those platforms, <laughs> if you go, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just doing this. I should be doing so. Like I was just curious if yeah. that has an effect on you. I think. You.
2: Yeah. I think there's definitely been moments, and I think it's going back to the idea of just talking about it. Like, yeah, you know, if God wants me to do that, He's gonna He's gonna give me opportunity to do that. I don't need, especially in my profession, it's unhelpful and ungodly for me to claw my way to the top and try to gain more influence. Like telling like Hey, hey, you guys need to listen to me. I've got great. I got wisdom, but don't we you live need. in a
1: world where they ki- that's kind of encouraged though? Totally, you're shoving yeah. it down people's throats. So we talked about this with yeah. social media before.
2: I just had to come to a point and asking myself, why am I posting this? Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like I just spoke at a, a conference that had like 750 people, which is not a lot of people, but it's mm-hmm. some people, mm-hmm. and there was part of me that wanted to be like just here no big deal yeah, right? yeah, and yeah, I'm like yeah. why am i doing this there's how do i no... position
0: this as a humble brag with me yeah. and 700 people would behind me would you pray me? for yeah. me as i minister to these people you know <laughs> right no i get you
2: for me there's just not a good reason to do that that's not right. like self congratulatory um i think the challenge for you guys is part of your livelihood is not tied to self congratulation but it's tied to self promotion it right it's bo- it's
1: right. both it, quite frankly it's both and i actually struggle with that so um, can we do we
2: have enough time to talk about that for a second like yes. how do you how do you navigate that? Because for me, self promotion is just always wrong. It's not it's not part of that. How do you what's your guiding principle for how you
1: promote yourself and, well, and put it's, yourself it's, out there? It's evolved since I've gotten married and had kids, which I didn't have when I first met Dan. At that point, it was literally me, 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 me. we well, you're not doing the that, firefighter calendars anymore. No, nah, well, now. I was and I oh man, that's the well, Pilates I used to do. So um <laughs> No, I, I think that um I am still at odds with it. I used to think that the 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 avenue of success cuz we had a taste of it on YouTube, you know, with the police versus farmer stuff like that. You, you you get it's very easy to get addicted to that because and Dan remembers this, you know, when that hit, it hit quick, hard like overnight, fast, right? Fast and it it and the Todd Connor stuff too. Yeah, it was overnight. And it shoots adrenaline yeah. through your yeah, system yeah, yeah. that you've hit the lottery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. think this is never going to stop. Yeah. And this is it. I've made yeah. it. And then it's just like whoop. It's gone. Because again, you then all of a sudden you realize you're just one fish in a really big right. sea yeah. and yeah. they're distracted by another hundred and fifty thousand fish that just came by. They're done with you. It's right? the
2: William Hung effect, right? Wasn't he the guy yes. American
0: Idol? That American was Idol was yeah, yeah, like yeah. Two weeks. For like, yeah, for a while. He had his 15 minutes for sure. Yeah.
1: So I'm at odds with it. I I, I, I try to n- I'm trying to find a better piece with myself of not needing social media to justify. Who I am like I'm more look trying to figure out who I am as a person because I figure if I figure out who I am as a person I will I will land where I'm supposed to land because I'm focusing on just being that person And yeah. and, and a lot of that comes through spending time with my family my kids and stuff like that And, and I, I've always felt that when I've done that Things have grown from that and I don't I, that sounds like I'm manipulating the situation no. No, but That's not that. what yeah. I mean. Yeah. I yeah. actually yeah. Yeah. enjoy spending time with my family kids. Come here. I need using, you I'm not using them props. As, where as, are like, my props? Come here wife? <laughs> But that, so to answer yeah. your question, it's like I'm I'm partially still at odds with, with social media um, and I and I wish that I could slowly just chip out, leave it. And then then there's that guilty part of what you're talking about that Dan and I have been trained. Like, well, if you don't do the social media stuff, then what are you in this business for? Right,
2: yeah. And I don't like that. Right, because you, in your business especially, I mean, unless you have an agent or something, like unless you promote yourself, nobody's promoting you, right? Like, you kind of got to... No, you, uh, no. Gotta... Uh, no.
1: <laughs> you are correct 100% right? on that one. Yeah.
2: Where the difference is, without making undue comparison here, like I have an audience that's going to keep coming back, not because of me, but because of their love for each other and for the gospel and for the church.
1: I think you have something to do with that though. Wouldn't you agree? I think if I think if you are not a good person or if you have a hidden agenda or if you're just not really doing a good job of maintaining community, I think you could lose community. I think uh, totally. you can grow. But that's it's not like self-promotion. It's... Actually live out what you say you believe right.
2: vis-a-vis what we talked about. Being
0: honest and here. being a, a word that I hate that's Christianese anymore. Say but it. Authentic. Say it. Authentic. Brian, um, would you say you're authentic? No, are you authentic? But, I mean, that I think that's a big part of it, too, is if you—I know as when I—one thing I love about our church is I feel like even the people—like, you don't love everybody all the time, but even uh, so many of the people that I come in contact and I know— they are who they are and they're not trying to be so the people that I gravitate to Are the people right. who are really real people. Yeah. even Even in their imperfections, you know? Right. And it's just like, okay, but I know who this person is and I know where they stand. And,
2: and I love them. And, like, and I, I don't, don't love them. something from them. I actually just love them.
0: Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I think I, for me, like when I, here's the battle for me, I, I always have to check my heart because it gets to be that identity issue. Like am I, because the older I get, the more I really am leaning on what's my identity. My identity is being a Christ follower. That's, yeah. that's my identity. It doesn't mean I don't have other parts that make me right. up, but that right. that's my what I aspire to. Do, do I always do that perfectly? I, I absolutely do not. But I got to check my heart so when I'm posting something, I'm like, okay, where is... What is my intention here? And if my intention—and I lose that battle sometimes—but but, but I'm—I've been better with. I want
2: to talk to you about that later.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, especially that. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: have two questions. Yeah. One: Does Dan always have the headphones on even when he's at church? And he's—is con- he constantly struggling to get a little so bit a little further? So he reels this
2: thing. <laughs> through the hallways of church and can never go more than a foot and I a can't half go a foot and, and a half away because I'm connected. I'm tethered to it. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. I wish you could see this scene because not only is Dan tethered to the computer, Brian's sitting on a stool that has fur on it that yeah. looks furry. like it's a character I from Beauty and the Beast. No, I'm going to live stream this, this right a, now, It's probably
1: quick. from a Marshalls We're going to go Facebook. It's going to bite or you or like or it's, or it's or a creature. Let's go, go. Facebook live on this right now real quick. The... Uh, the other question is do you have um, my my favorite person is there someone that is, well, you guys classify as the hugger they love hugging they are they're oh, hugging. Yeah. they hug everybody oh, yeah. Yeah, the overhugger. Yeah. There's a lot of huggers. Uh, yeah, there was. But I mean, be there's honest. usually one person that's like we you don't know have a creepy that don't hugger. Matter. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Not a creepy, about, a creepy hugger. A creepy hugger. They just love hugging. I'm not talking. Yeah. I don't want to. You know, we we always make the joke about the creepy stuff because because yeah. that exists. And, there's a guy like, hey, can you stop hugging my wife, please? That's yeah, yeah, weird. yeah. Like, a little get, bit. You no, know, just get just your own wife. one thousand that? one thousand too long one thousand. So if you would just So the
2: sheriff's on its way now. Yeah. Just for the Facebook. i probably a hugger.
1: Are you the hug- well,
2: yeah? But are you I, a hugger? I don't know. You know. Part of it is in Mexico. You You're, hug a slow You're
1: a
0: slow
2: dancer. You're a slow dancer. Mean, but the reason
1: why I bring that up is some people just don't want to be touched. Like they just they're like, please don't hug right. me. That would be my right. wife actually. My wife. She will does tell not like you, the like, hugs. Please, like there's maybe two Wait, people with you at home. Don't touch. She me? said literally. Don't ever. No, never. Me. Don't ever hug me. It's not true. Uh, I mean, she, well, there's like thank you for some clarifying that. How that. dare can I just
0: Can I just break in real quick? I'm just telling Facebook Live. This is uh, we're Facebook Liveing we? this Christianese right now. Just so. So people. as we talk about social media as we talk about social media, we're actually on social media. Did you check your heart we we actually I did about... check my heart, and my heart said, "You know what? Everything you said just before is complete it. baloney. Just, just do this Just go be yourself. I'm yeah, just talking yeah, about
1: yeah. Hugging. Yeah, yeah. Hugging. I All always right. is it? Can I can I uh, throw a stereotype? All right, guys. Yeah. I always thought like at church that was your job. Like people came in. <laughs> the, you greet them like Walmart, a lot of hugs, and then on yeah. the way out, like a comic who had just had a great set, you run to the front door mm-hmm. yeah. to make sure everybody's like, good stuff today, buddy. I hug like, 1,900 yeah. people a weekend. Yeah. And
2: like Walmart, you got to check the receipts at the <laughs> end. I do, yeah. I, Is I, a Sharpie? I use yeah. a, a highlighter on their forehead. Yep, you're fine. <laughs> exactly. You're fine. Not you. Yeah. Back of the line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think circling back to the identity piece, and then I know you got to go, Um,
1: What was that? I just, Dan, did your sprinklers uh, just You know turn what? On? You get to a certain yeah. age where like sometimes technology just gets the best of no, no. you. Yeah. No, I
0: just ended it, and that's, <laughs> the, that's the noise it makes when you end it. I just wanted to S- end Dan it. Dan yeah.
1: just had a tech uh, an old man technology, technology moment. No, I, I
0: did don't, not. That's what it, that's the noise it makes when you stop
1: Facebook <laughs> living, you jerk. That, that'd be my dad. <laughs> Brian! What is your, the phone is just doing things now could you just please i'm like well, hey I just... back to me later huh? <laughs> pick up where you were at i'm at odds with this technology <laughs> you... it's oh. gonna kill us Jeez. i come over to help you but i'm stuck in these I'm... headphones
0: <laughs> i'm in a web of my own headphones sand calls jill
1: jill i'm stuck in the headphones again can you bring the duct tape eaten in days the cat's staring at me i think he wants to eat me if i die bring the jaws for life <laughs>
2: No, but this book, Ordinary, to pick up on what you said, talks yeah. about identity in Christ. And the point that yeah. he makes that I love is I don't have to do big, radical things because Jesus already did that in my place. Yes, yes, and like, yes, I, yes, I'm, uh, I belong to God as his child because of Jesus, and that's enough. Yeah, and I think yeah, yeah. that's, for me, the ultimate thing. Like I don't yes. have to... I, I would love to write a book. I don't know who would read it. <laughs> Speaking at conferences is fun. Um, yeah. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I, I, what I have in Jesus is enough, and then what I have in my family is, is enough. And I don't have to... I don't have to try to be like hey guys you need to you need to listen to me. But Why do
1: we so- always feel like we're we have to do more. Why what is that? Because what is that in us? That's a question. That, like yeah. you almost in your tone oh don't, yeah you you say Did I? I'm fine with that. No, but I don't mean it in a bad way. I think we all kind of do yeah. that. Sometimes we're like yeah. This is fine. And but, I don't know if it's because yeah. we've something was ingrained in us a long time ago that there's some sort well, of I like think, in benchmark. I think that's Western culture to that's a great, cool. yeah, great extra. That that I, I
0: mean, I because as I mean, I think that's one of the it can be one of the great things about America but and, and the West, but it can also be a, a real pitfall in that if you don't achieve what you're told you're supposed to achieve all the time, then and that's where faith for me comes in, very helpful, because it's like, no, it helps re-prior- reprioritize things. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I had way too much peyote right before we came in here.
1: <laughs> oh, but, but, Lay it, off it It, 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 it helps me that I way. Right now? Uh, you're blue. <laughs> Azul. Azul. Am, am, uh, am I floating on a fur? I'm uh, actually, am I, I'm not uh, actually sitting on, on a, a furby fur floating so, you know. on a furry beast.
0: Um, something else I wanted to say real quick for, for me, like when I'm doing it too, I don't want to discount, like if I'm going to put something up that, because. I also assume that one of the things God gave me is being creative and I enjoy the creative process and so yeah. if it's something and
2: you like your carpool karaoke videos are hilarious oh, like they thanks. bring legit joy to my family like we, <laughs> we absolutely stop what we're doing to go watch those
0: <laughs> but I just I enjoy so if it's something I'm going to post that is creative and something like it's a creative outlet for me sometimes and then it, it can be an interesting litmus to, or a little laboratory thing to say oh how did it do I mean how, how did people like it you can't always tell but you can anecdotally kind of tell oh this just based on how many death this.
2: threats you get or what <laughs>
0: yeah how many death yeah. threats and how many uh, how many haha faces i get <laughs> uh yeah i don't know it's all it's all malarkey hey, you, anyway, gotta go, I, don't you? you don't get death i got to go until you're successful so. i got oh, this really? was good yeah, though yeah. i think we should continue this at some point we part. didn't, didn't actually
2: we... talk about the community thing so we can talk more about the next no, time we, we'll talk about community we did we a little bit though well, well we did we professionally I, but I, I, I think
1: we jumped from nurturing the community that's at in front yeah. of you and jumped all the way to the, the, the stuff, the distractions of community. But it's no, good. Because
2: right, right. this is organic. Exactly. And as always, it's authentic the and free organic. Range conversation. It's conversation. Is it
1: gluten-free? It's gluten-free
0: oh, and homogenous.
2: I sprinkle oh, gluten God. all over these microphones. Oh, so, me too. Uh,
0: guys, I only
1: knew what it was.
0: Listen to us uh, on on iTunes, and if you could, if you do listen to us on iTunes, can you give us a rating? Can you give us a review? Could you? Could you please? Could you please? Could it helps us out a lot. Uh, this was really fun, and I hear Barb playing the music right now. I know I gotta go because I got an audition for a couple things I'm not going to get, and I'm going to check my heart all the way. Up and down.
1: Hashtag Humblebrag.
0: Hashtag checking my heart, Christianese, everybody. My walk is good, and the hedge of protection is intact. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.